0: It's the end of the year As we know it it's, it's the end of the year What do you think of that? Oh, that was pretty good Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think, like get some end of the year stuff going Yeah, I liked it Ladies and gentlemen Now the moment you've all been waiting for GoO! Girl-
1: podcast takes a lot of
0: work okay can we talk about something other than hollywood for a change no i don't go to the movies much if you've seen one you've seen them all so what's your podcast about um the movies merry christmas mark merry christmas did you have a good one i did have a good one i watched a lot of stuff one day we watched three movies whoa yeah that's unheard of just sat on the couch eating chocolate and crisps and feeling real sick and
2: uh one day i watched avatar way of water which is the equivalent of watching 3 movies Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it how what's the run time on it like 3 hours 15? Three, three 15 315 yeah i sent um we'll talk about avatar later on but i sent my first ever complaint to a film uh, to the to the cinema oh. after avatar i went to see an imax 3d and uh, they did the trailers beforehand and the trailers went on on for maybe about twenty-five minutes. Jesus, twenty-five minutes, which is fine, right? Yeah, yeah. But when the film itself is three hours fifteen minutes long, mm-hmm. that's you're near on four hours. You're nearly four hours in there. It's and flight they, to and, and I wouldn't have said anything, but they sent me an email and they said, Rate, "Tell us what you thought." And I said, "Oh, I'll tell you exactly what I, I thought." Tell you. And I said, that "Far too long." I, that's what I said. I said uh, I was too, being very bre- brief about it, but I said, "Ads ran nearly twenty-five minutes." and then in cap locks far too long exclamation mark
2: very good do you think they'll change uh yeah i'd say they'll be like listen the re- the ad revenue means <laughs> a lot to us but our customers mean more <laughs> where was that that was uh World imax could um, I, could i say is is it, you know sometimes i feel bad like about uh like if someone makes a film and we say it's bad, if it's like a small independent feature, or especially Mm. if it's Irish, Mm. I'm kind of like, who am I to say that's bad, you know? And they did something and Mm -hmm. I haven't done anything. Mm. But do you think it... I don't know if this falls into the same category, but Cineworld is a fucking shithole, man. Oh, I like Cineworld. It's a shithole. Boy, is Cineworld a shithole? I like it. I, I, I like it. But... It's the place is a it's a dump.
0: It's the same way with like IMC Dunleary is like a bit of a shithole, but it's my shithole and I love it so much. Mm, I like there's no soap in any of the things in the What's a good cinema look like to you? Cineworld is Lighthouse. Oh yeah. Like nothing wrong with the lighthouse. Yeah, the lighthouse is beautiful. Yeah. No, I mean, Cineworld is a massive, you know, multiplex The seats are all in tatters, like they're all in bits and there's all the floors all sticky. What if we're looking for sponsorship from cinemas like Cineworld? What if we want to organize things at Cineworld, get invited to, you know, premieres in Cineworld? You're cutting off a massive source of... You know, revenue and content, and it's actually yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, no. Oh, what was it? You were, what was it you were saying about Cineworld? What was it you were saying about? I Cineworld? love it. That you love. I Cineworld. actually do love it, though. Yeah, in fairness, yeah, yeah.
2: contrary to like my like, I do love it. Like I like some. You know, I like dive bars. You know, it's like yeah. dive
0: cinema, and they have this great subscription thing that where you can. Oh, yeah, it's the, so and- great.
2: And they do sweet and salty pops. And if Mm. you ask them for a mix, they do it with pleasure.
0: Yeah. So they're great. And I've had some of my best memories are there. I like Uh,
1: how
2: (laughs) we've done, uh, like, we're like, God, it'd be great to go to more premieres. And then, like, uh, the premiere we got invited to was in Cineworld. And we, like, said the movie was shit. And we said the cinema was a (laughs) shithole. And also didn't post about it. It's like, "Mm, how come they're not inviting us back? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we (laughs) didn't. We really we got the be, opposite we, of tick the boxes. It's pure though. We're it's like we're not that we're not that kind of like YouTube channel who you know mm. take sponsorship and then do reviews of products like mm. we're not like that, you know, we're honest boys. Yeah. But That's we would
0: bo- do that if that was offered to us. We 100%. would do that. Yeah, 100% I'd do anything. Absolutely. Um but anyway, what did you watch over Christmas? I'd be interested to know. Um what did you like? Over Christmas
2: I watched um two films which I'll talk about today, um which were Triangle of Sadness and Avatar Two. But in the more kind of classic Christmas fashion, I watched Home Alone, obviously. Mm-hmm. I watch that every year. It doesn't yeah. get old. Perfect. No. Perfect film. And then I watched Um Jumanji, which I hadn't seen. Oh. I don't think I don't I don't think I'd seen that since I was like maybe under 10. Yeah. Um, actually very good movie. Really? Okay. Yeah. I can't remember I remember being scared of that one. Mm, I put it on as a film. I intentionally was like, what's a film that's I can fall asleep while watching. Yeah. And then I put it on and I was like, I don't actually want to fall asleep during this because
0: it's good. Okay. I okay. want to watch this. A like Home Alone 2, you sent me a screenshot or a photo of the scene with the old man in the church. Yeah. 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 How are you feeling at that moment? I,
2: th- I think that's one of the most beautiful things ever recorded on film. <laughs> when little Kevin McAllister is talking to that old man, it's so nice when he's like, mm. Because they both kind of learn lessons from each other, mm. the innocence of the child. And then you're like, the old man has all this wisdom, but then he kind of reveals his own, you know, mm. he's 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 like a nervous kid as well when he's faced yeah. with, with with facing his own family issues. And it's just... I can't
0: remember exactly. So the, it's, a, it's a scary old man that all the kids in the neighborhood are scared of. Yeah. He meets him in the church and then the old man shares with him something to do with his own son's relationship. Basically, the, the old man's in the church because
2: he's there to see his granddaughter singing. Um, and mm. he has to go and watch her sing at practice because he's not welcome to go see her in his son's house because him and his son got in a fight a long time ago. Uh-huh. And then uh Kevin says something like, "I don't care what happens, I'd still talk to my dad on Christmas or something." And he's like, "Oh, I don't know, I can't really remember it <laughs> word for word. I can only remember yeah. the dumb stuff." But uh, and then he's like, basically, Kevin convinces him to go and try and talk to his dad, and that's it's a really, really nice. Or go and try and talk to his son, and it's a real nice thing. Yeah, and. uh, and then at the end, like what the closing scene of the film, like Kevin looks out the window and the old man's like in his front garden, hugging his son. And like, yeah. It's such a nice little side story. Like it's a beautiful little, mm. you know, you get that little, that little piece of backstory to the old man and then you kind of forget about him. Mm. And then at the end, you you see him like hug his son and you're like, yes, it's so <laughs>
0: good. Um, What about uh uh Jumanji? Was it scary? Was it still scary?
2: No, 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 no. I would okay. say not scary. Okay. Definitely not. Uh. It's funny. It's weird. I haven't actually seen a film where the CGI is bad in like a kind of a retro kind of nice way. Like the CGI and it's like the monkeys and stuff in it looks so shit, but in a way that's like... Space
0: Jam? Space Jam probably looks kind of... Or is that CGI? It's not really I guess that's a cartoony, but maybe it's the same. Uh, We watched The Mummy. We did the live Watch Along With The Mummy. That was kind of funny. It was like scary crap. You could look at it and go, this is you know, in some ways holds up, but also it's just kind of, it's fun to watch. It's yeah, fun yeah, to watch. Yeah. It's not like the way you look at uh, maybe Toy Story in the early days and kind of go, oh, that's just starting to look bad. Yeah, it looks like a PS1 game. Yeah. Of. Yeah. No, yeah, like that. It's especially funny
2: because they're supposed to be real animals. So they look like the monkeys <laughs> and stuff look so, uh so good. And like Robin Williams, I don't know, I had it in my head that he was more annoying in that film than he is, but he's good. Mm, he's great. The... Uh, uh, I watched. Thanks for asking. I watched. Um, I was going. I thought we were going to finish the Jumanji talk. <laughs> well, I, I also. I also watched Small Soldiers. We can just park that. Oh one.
0: yeah, Small <laughs> Soldiers. We were talking about that the other day. Yeah. What a film! I completely forgot about it.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, it's amazing. It's and I didn't realize that it's the same guy who made Gremlins made that. Okay. Because it's actually incredibly similar to Gremlins. So he just
0: likes toys.
2: Well, instead of gremlins it's just little toy soldiers and yeah. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't well, that the plot of the film's basically the exact same <laughs> <laughs> uh which is good and I'll, again like a kind of similar to gremlins like in a reality situation it probably wouldn't be that hard to get rid of all the toy soldiers like just kind of run at them and kind of hit them all at a golf club get, or something kick them yeah kick them or yeah like people all kind of wait and see what they're going to do but it's like if you just kind of ran in and uh, to <laughs> smash them all; um, it'd probably be fine. <laughs> Similar, actually, with Jumanji, a
0: steamroller or a, a, a tennis racket would really, yeah, just a, sort it
2: out. A plot hole in Jumanji as well is like they the whole thing is they um, they have to finish the game to make all the animals and shit disappear. Yeah, but every time they roll the dice, they sit there and they wait and they look around and go, "Oh, what's gonna come now? What's it gonna be?" Whereas, like, if they just fucking speed roll the dice around the board really, really fast, the game would just end.
0: Why, w- why would it end? Because yeah, every drift. time
2: you roll the dice, the little lad moves along. But they don't have to
0: complete the... No, no,
2: no. Like a, a thing just comes and it attacks them. And then they're like, fuck, we got to roll the oh, dice again yeah. before this thing. It's like, if you just like didn't wait for the fucking... The, did you watch the Jumanji's with The Rock and Kevin Hart and all no. them? Um, they're good. I heard the first one's good and the second one's bad. I didn't see the second one, but I thought the
0: first one was quite good. Do they go into Jumanji World? or No, I saw the second one. And it was good. Yeah, they go into Jumanji World. And there's Ah. like a lad who's been stuck there for like 30 years. (laughs) Ah, right. Is it, uh,
2: is I don't know if I like, I kind of like the idea that they're not in Jumanji World. No, Jumanji World's coming out, you know? No,
0: no, it's good. It's nice, like being stuck in the computer game or whatever. It it, it works well. And Mm -hmm. like The Rock is funny, and Kevin Kevin Hart is funny. It's good. I think I was thinking about, uh, like the original
2: one is like, um, Robin Williams' character went from being like a pretty severely bullied, like 10 year old, to then. Living in a jungle for 26 years. Yeah. And he comes out and he's like a funny, charming guy. And I was like, that guy would be like so <laughs> severely de- developmentally messed up. <laughs> like you were severely bullied to the extent that people were like beating the shit out of you, like in front of your dad, and he didn't do anything. Um and then you got locked in a jungle for 26 years. Like you're not gonna be a charming, funny lad.
0: Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. That's the solution. Yeah. <laughs> that's how to get rid of trauma. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. onto onto yourself. Well, I watched what three so let's say the tree in one day. I watched um Pinocchio the new uh, Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio. Oh. Then I watched um Paddington 2, which mm. is the second year in a row. Paddington 2 has kind of replaced Love actually for me. Okay. Uh and then uh the third one was Knives Out. So we watched uh all three of them. I I I guess Knives Out I'll talk about it later. Paddington 2 I think is one of my favorite films almost really so good it's so 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 good i've heard many people from different like
2: many people of diverse Mm. diverse cultures yeah (laughs) just different
0: different people uh saying that that film is incredibly good it's ridiculously good brendan gleason is amazing at it we were watching we were watching the film and carla my sister was next to me on the couch and she was like wow brendan gleason can really just play any role you can do anything. <laughs> when the reality is playing a role, there's just very very cartoony kind of gruff guy, gruff guy in the yeah, prison. Yeah. Um like well, like that he was always was wonderful. Does. It was really, it was really, really, really nice. Uh then what else did we watch? Wait, tell me about Pinocchio. But the new uh Pinocchio, I liked it. Uh the kid has like a it's it's interesting. It's set in um in Italy during the war with Mussolini and stuff like that. And um and then it's the Pinocchio story. And you've got Geppetto and everything like that. The thing you kind of got to get used to is like Pinocchio and Geppetto have English accents. And, oh. uh, and it's kind of like, we're like, have we not passed that? But then like, it's weird. They're going through the town. It's like Italy. Pinocchio is Italian. Mm. They're going through the town and all the townspeople have like, they're like, hey, Pinocchio. But he's like, hello, I'm Pinocchio. And it's uh. just really like, and, and Anna and her dad w- tried to watch it uh, with her younger sister And they just thought The kids' voice was so annoying And I think it does mm, jar mm. slightly But once you get over it um, If you can get over it I think the film is quite nice And it, it looks it, beautiful Is I think it, it, looks is it really supposed nice.
2: to be like a dark I suppose Pinocchio itself Is pretty dark in the
0: first Pinocchio place Pinocchio is I mean. dark And then I, So I think Guillermo del Toro Is the right person to do it Because he likes Mixing dark, kind of Childlike stuff. stories With really like Kind of dark edge to it mm. uh, And it definitely has It has war And it has like People dying Death is Like the central theme to it Is death Mm, and dying mm. and and stuff like that um and uh and so like you know it has that edge to it and uh at no point do you think anyone's safe because it's like all these characters you're like he could just kill them he kills some of them who Um, pinocchio does no like the 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 director the storyteller oh okay uh but i liked it i liked it a lot is the cricket in it cricket's in it yeah nice cricket's in it um what's his name jiminy cricket jiminy cricket yeah he was a good guy He's funny He's play- He's he's really good Is he it. a good guy Or is he kind of a sinister guy No he's a good guy And he's very funny in this He's like really funny He's What's a, th- a slapstick thing He just keeps getting stepped on And stuff like that And he's like Oh my back uh, Oh Like that It's funny
2: Now that I'm thinking of it I can't like Pinocchio I can only remember scenes And I can't remember how they connect Like he gets turned into a donkey mm. And then he gets Does he get swallowed by a whale At one yeah. point Yeah Like how the fuck is all that shit happen They don't
0: him? do the donkey thing Uh and they barely do the 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 nose thing. It only happens twice. Um, truthful. A lot of it is he just keeps dying. Uh, he's just very truthful in this yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> no, he tells lies and stuff. It's mainly, yeah, they, they cut it a lot. It's long. I'd say it could have been a little shorter, but it was good. It looks beautiful. It looks really nice. And I thought it was kind of charming. Hmm. Um, but I could see people not liking it. Yeah. Uh, and then we did watch a few other ones, but uh, I guess that's, you know, enough on the Christmas watch watch list someone i asked i asked our instagram following uh what they watched a guy connor uh McDee or something got back and said mm. he watched all quiet on the western front that's it is that not a war film yeah at christmas is that not a bit mental i mean uh, merry
2: christmas sister lawrence is a war film what would you not watch at, at christmas downfall uh, the, the hitler yeah i probably wouldn't watch that
0: yeah that, that's Awkward on the Western Front. It's, tough. it's a tough watch. I probably wouldn't watch. Christmas is... Co- oh, we also watched E.T. as like a uh, classic as well. Absolutely loved it. That's... Okay. E.T. makes fun. That's fun. And... Yeah. Why would you watch a, a really gritty war movie?
2: Is it not... Is that film... Is there not a
0: Christmas element to it? No. There's no Christmas element to it. What's there,
2: the one where the lads play
0: football? Is it the only... Christmas... is like Christmas ain't happening this year. Uh, because we're, our <laughs> best mate just got killed. Because we're in the trenches. Um, wait, wait, well, Joyeux Noël, uh, which actually we did watch on Christmas, is a Christmas mm. film... About the time that they you know they the the World War one when they stopped on Christmas day and mm. uh, and they played football or whatever in the trenches see that's uh, nice that's nice, but that doesn't happen on all card on the western front i think there's it's interesting to see the categories of what what you watch during Christmas, which is kind of classics of like e t and you know maybe we watch Terminator two as well and those kind of things yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then maybe comfort films, but then um. And then like films, like Christmas, specifically Christmas films. But there are, there is a category of films that you absolutely would not watch. Mm, mm. Like historical know? dramas. Historical dramas, like I wouldn't, you know, kind of tense, difficult films. Like I, never, mm. I wouldn't watch a Steve McQueen film. You know, I wouldn't watch like 12 Years a Slave or no. uh, Shameless or, or, or shame. shame. Sorry, Shame. Yeah. <laughs> shame. Shameless. Shame. Uh, those kind of films. It's just like, no, you want something that kind of gives you a warm hug yeah. or something like you said, specifically that you can just Close your eyes, fall asleep, and it's fine, and it doesn't matter. Um, before we
2: move on from just the topic of Christmas, I want mm. to say thank you to regular listener Tabitha, who works mm. with me, um, who got me and Chris Kindle this year. I mm. got me um a, Negr- a bottle of Negroni Spagliato or Prosecco in it, nice. two bags of popcorn, and Magic Mike DVD, which uh is her favorite film, apparently. Really, and uh, she asked me to review it on the podcast, and I. Didn't do
0: it, (laughs) but I will. Some some listeners might remember when we were on an episode a a while ago, we were maybe not being too kind to Tabitha, yeah. And uh, and we want to totally take that back and just say Tabitha is, is such a lovely person. Well,
2: it's because she she said that our sound was really bad. Yeah. And it was. And look at it now crystal.
0: Yeah, it's crystal clear. It's um, crystal clear. No, that so was thank a, you, Tabitha, that, that for was your a constructive gift. feedback. And, uh, and we're going
2: to next episode, Magic Mike's getting reviewed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did watch and I don't think I like it very much. So. Mm. Uh, but I'll watch it and you know, you we watch have different it, and, opinions. but make sure you like it.
2: Also, uh, Connor Brennan's girlfriend apparently likes the show very much. we got a nice message from someone called Connor Brennan, who mm-hmm. I was in school with, who I oh, haven't nice. seen in a long time. Okay. And he said his girlfriend likes the show very much. But so. that is
0: wonderful. We love, we love when people like the show, but especially when their girlfriends like the show that you went to school with like the show. That's our favorite thing. Uh, we want to also do a quick, because it's the end of the year. And it's 2022 is gone We want to do our top 5 films of the year We tried to do top 10 but it got a bit difficult Due to lack of films watched <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well no we were discussing I was like can we do top 10 films That we watched but didn't necessarily come out In 2022 Yeah, and that was a hard no From Killian um, And in terms of films that came out in 2022 That I actually liked mm. It was hard to get 10 um, yeah. And but anyway Will we both do our number one and then see? Yeah, where- let's
0: go down the list, okay? So I have a feeling a lot of our top five is going to be similar. Um, because I got to say, this was, in my eyes, one, a really good year for film. I think a lot of really I was going stuff. to say the opposite. but like, why, why would you say that?
2: Because I couldn't even pick five films that I liked. That's not a good okay, sign. Okay,
0: but that's maybe because you didn't go to the cinema that much this year because you were too busy watching like a lot of japanese and korean films yeah um (laughs) come on hit me go on all right so number one and i changed this so many times my number one and two i think are equal go everything everywhere all at once i have that in at number nine okay um number one for me the batman okay very good yeah uh i i decided to do everything everywhere all at once because I just thought it was very original and I liked uh, the story. I hadn't seen anything like it before, so that's why I went for that. Mm. Number two, uh, Top Gun Maverick.
2: Okay, very good. I have that, I mean, my numbers are kind of arbitrary, but I ha- uh, let's just say I have that in my top five. Okay, okay. Yeah. My number two was Flux Gourmet. Okay, by okay. By Peter Strickland, is that yeah, his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. funny movie, weird movie. Mm-hmm. Uh Again, uh, kind of what you said about everything, every all at
0: once. Yeah. Top Gun, Maverick uh, is a a, a film I would have put at number one. I did have it at number one, but I decided to to swap it out. But I mean, the reason I love it so much is because I think the film has, it's just one of those films that has no reason being that good. I actually went into it expecting to hate it. I actually hated it maybe for the first half hour. Mm -hmm. And because it's so good, I uh, was like punching the air at the end. And I was like, this is the greatest. And I've watched it like two times since. It,
2: It was the best, like... It had the, it. It was a it was a sequel to like an eighties film. Mm. Like what? Do you, it it's not even like a sequel. Like it's like mm. typical sequel when they do it like this because it's almost like a throwback film. You know? Yeah, it's the same film. Yeah, they just made it again. But like it it had the most tastefully done throwbacks. Like it wasn't yeah. like heavy handed. Yeah, kind of shot
0: like just getting them to do the same stuff again. Yeah, yeah. but old. Even though they kind of did do that. Well, anyway, they did that, but they, they was kind of like they they knew how hammy it was, so they mm. were kind of like it's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like so heavy-handed in some ways that it was not it was really like deftly done it was just that funny thing where it's like if you if you say they're basically saying we're going to do a cheesy 80s throwback film yeah, yeah. and we're like oh okay then all the cheesy 80 throwback stuff is okay because you, we know you're trying to do it uh, so it really worked <laughs> it, it it i I, th-
2: I felt like the way they did it though was like you know you watch stranger
0: things and it has mm. all
2: the 80s kind of yeah stuff mm. but you're like oh this is people making a film that has it, 80s it stuff has that it. Aesthetic, whereas yeah. I felt like Top Gun somehow just made it feel like an actual 80s film you know what I mean yeah <laughs> like this doesn't feel like a throwback this feels no. like an actual film from yeah. the 80s like, was, yeah especially was, with
0: the thing what was your number three number three. Oh, Triangle of Sadness which I'll we'll talk good. about later okay we'll talk that about we'll talk about that later I had The Batman uh, loved it um, thought it was great just I thought those top three films I thought were amazing Batman Batman Flux
2: no Batman Everything every All at Once, Top Gun. Yeah, yeah I three, think they're
0: three unbelievable
2: films. Very different, three big, different good yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Uh,
0: number four for me was Boiling Point. Did that come out this year? Yeah, Boiling Point came out this year. Shit, I would have put that in my top
2: ten. Feck, I forgot to Wait, put that. Wait, well
0: let me just check now because I'm terrified Boiling Point didn't come out this Why, year. You're breaking your own rules. Oh no. Oh no, Boiling Point, when did it come out? Maybe it didn't, maybe it didn't. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm men- mental. Boiling Point. Boiling Point. I'm Googling. Do you know what I, I Googled with my left hand? No Ling point. Uh, boiling point. Uh, boiling point is the temperature at which liquid. That's not what I want. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to use my right hand and put the mic down. Here, I can do it. No, I got it here. Ah, 2021. Yeah, I knew 2021. It. I knew okay, it. so removing boiling point. 2021. August 2021. I watched that film a year and a half ago. Yeah, man, time is fucked. Okay, so Boiling Point is off the list, which bumps Banshees of Inner Sharon up to my number I haven't four. seen this. Yeah, Banshees of Inner Sharon. I and can it. I can I show you something cool? Please. Uh this is very cool. So on the subject of Banshees Inner Sharon, I went to watch Banshees uh of Inner Sharon with Rory, my wonderful roommate. Mm-hmm. And uh I was recently on um I was recently on Letterboxed. Checking out all the different films that I'd seen this year. And I was looking at Rory's uh, letterbox, which is a good one you should follow. He always leaves, like, good reviews for mm-hmm. different films. And this was his review for Banshees of Inish Aaron. okay? Oh, oh I
2: know what this says. I've seen this.
0: Where is it? Where is it? Oh, here. This is his review for Banshees of Inish Aaron. The house lights were on when the movie started and Killian told them to turn it off. I did. Also, he told some people chatting to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Truly, the alpha of the Savoy. That's, Amazing. Yeah. So, Kenyon Sunderman, the alpha of the Savoy. Hello. Yeah. That's hello. All I am. That's what I, I, they, they were chatting. They were chatting, and then the person behind me went Shh, and I went, "No, no, shut the fuck up!" And they didn't. There wasn't a whisper out of them for the rest that's of the so film. That's so aggro, man. No, but they were. They were. It was funny. There was two teenagers who were like smooching. Oh, you could hear stopped. them smooching and giggling and you all could that. Hear the, kind of like, stuff. Smacking of the lips. The smacking of lips and stuff like that. And I was like, what? Why are you doing this to Banshee's of Inish errand? Yeah. Surely there's a, a better film to be doing that to. Mm, yeah, maybe.
2: <laughs> I remember that reminds a me of Civil War a, drama. A funny story. Um, my friend, one of my friends, this is a girlfriend's sister, was going on a date and she was 16. And I can't remember what film they were gonna go see, but uh <laughs> they uh they were trying to go see something, I can't remember, let's say fucking Transformers or something, I don't know. But they went and um, that film was sold out and they were like, oh, we'll just go to whatever else is on. And mm-hmm. the film they ended up going to see instead was Hunger, which I just <laughs> find so funny. <laughs> 216 not- years year olds going on a date to see the Bobby Sands <laughs> fucking biopic.
0: That's another film you wouldn't watch at Christmas.
2: No, certainly not. That's not a Christmas film. Um, no, that is annoying though. I, there was two people in front of me yesterday in the cinema and... Do you forget sometimes like people are talking really loudly? Mm. and you, you nearly want to get annoyed by it, but you're not yeah you're like i'm not annoyed enough to tell you to stop that's the difficult thing also yeah. i really want you to stop yeah yeah uh, but they were talking fully fully loud like proper hey, you like, say
0: something you got to say something you oh, pay yeah. for your ticket and it's not a pla- it's a it's like a library you got to tell people
2: but then you know sometimes if you say something then they look they just kind of look at you and not even say it and then, and then like laugh or something and then you're like oh i'm a fucking loser
0: yeah but no then you tell on them Oh, true. You get yeah. up and you tell them, you say, they're being disruptive. Classic. Uh, I, um, yeah, I felt like, I mean, is Did alpha, that's the most alpha I've ever felt. And Was I your know, blood pumping? Were you like, yes. No, I wasn't, I wasn't blood pumping, actually. I think that's when it, when you, the experience is ruined for you, if you allow it to, to overcome you. Mm, like, mm. if you're sitting there, you've told someone to shut the fuck up, and then you're looking at the screen, but you're actually still involved in yeah, that interaction. Fuming. That's that's when it's problematic. That's when they've ruined your experience. So I was very much like watching the film. They did it once. I was like, I'm keeping a note on that. And then, Watching, And then someone said Shh, And then they kept talking And then I said Shut the fuck up Ugh. The fuck wasn't meant to come out I, I didn't mean to say that word Sometimes it's needed It just came out though And it actually worked a lot better mm. But I felt like At the start of this, like the film started, The lights were on I was like I'm sorting this out And I went down And I said t- t- The lights are on And they like Oh my god Ran up Lights went off I walked back into the cinema as I was walking up the steps, the light went off and I think everyone knew I'd sorted it everyone out. was like, you. And then, and then I think when the, it, was, it was dark in the cinema and uh, and people could hear the like the teenagers smooching away and then they heard someone go, shut the fuck up. I'd say in their heads. They were like, that was probably was in, our alpha.
2: The, yeah, yeah. The cinema that hero. That was probably our cinema hero. So God, I want to to the cinema with you again. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> getting, getting out of top five, I have... Uh, yeah. I have uh, Hocus Pocus 2 a film wow. many, many, many hated and t- typically <laughs> for me I would hate, but I actually just really, really loved that movie, I, like that. I thought it was so good, mm-hmm. I liked all the performances, I thought it was funny, mm-hmm. the bit where they went into the Walmart and they mm-hmm. were like I just thought it was all funny, and I right. liked it even the songs, I was like, it was pretty funny <laughs> I like all the, what's your one, the main actor Beth Midler, is that her name? Oh yeah Betty Betty, 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 Betty Midler um yeah. she was very funny. Yeah. They were all funny. Okay. Um just to quickly run through Crimes of the Future, David Cronenberg film. Not really a good movie, but cool to see David Cronenberg film in the cinema. Yeah. A new one. Mm-hmm. Um Prey didn't think it was that good, but I respected it. Okay. Um that's it.
0: Okay, and I'll you? run through the rest of mine quickly. Uh number five, now the boiling point is gone, on Colin Kuhn, mm. which was shortlisted for an Oscar. And I think has a very good chance of um being nominated for an oscar was was it you or someone else telling
2: me that like the they were they were talking about the process of getting an Oscar and it's yeah. it really kind of takes away from the whole thing it does yeah, it really does so it, they they
0: were on uh the radio r t this week uh, the two people who made it is a couple um and they are uh, they they were on And they were talking about how it's basically like a political campaign to get an Oscar. You fly out to LA, you fly all over the world, you fly out to LA for the the weeks that the Oscars are on. You put on as many screenings as you can. You try and invite as many people who are, you know, there's this panel of people who vote for the Oscars. You try and invite as many of them to get to it. You talk about the film, you meet them afterwards, you shake their hands. It's this big, you know... Basically they were calling it a political campaign It's the same thing And you really push and try And like you know The film obviously has to be good But you also have to be really Like there's money That costs a lot of money And all that kind of stuff You know And this is a This film was made by T.G. Caher And the BAI The Broadcasting Authority of Ireland So it's like a completely Irish Production, That'd be which cool. Is very, very cool.
2: Um, were they saying it in like with negative connotations, or were they just kind of saying, "This is what
0: you got to do"? Uh, no, they were. They they really love the film, and they love the. And obviously, like it's if you can get a film nominated for an Oscar, even shortlisted, it's probably given them huge mm. opportunities. But like, if you can get it nom for an Oscar, you you know that's your next project funded. Like mm, that's that's mm. so it's a big deal. Um, but like they actually really like the film. They like the discussion, and they say it's so because like a lot of the time like people that, you know think about ireland and the irish language but to actually see a film in the irish language yeah yeah it's very cool and people like it so yeah you know yeah. It's, i must it's, watch it uh know. then number seven uh bodies 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 oh, number yeah. six bodies 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 um that was good which is really great uh, number seven lyra the documentary i went to see about lyra mckee oh, yeah. uh, was wonderful very touching number nine see how they run uh, which was uh, a film that I don't think that many people like, but it was it, it was the film about the mouse trap set in London with Saoirse Ronan, um, and it's uh, oh the Who Done It? Who Done It? one, whodunit. The oh, one yeah. when I when I was talking about it, I said Who Done It seventeen or eighteen times. Yeah, yeah. Then number no, uh, number nine, uh, the Wonder with Florence Pugh. Uh, uh, another yeah. Irish film uh, Or it's set in Ireland Not an Irish film And then number 10 I didn't have it written here But I'm going to put Glass Onion The film I saw the other day So that's Glunion That's two That's two Is it two That's three That's three whodunits In my top 10 God Three whodunits you And got you a know bit of a taste I could put them. more And you know what my favourite uh, TV show the, this year was Flying Lotus Which I think is also Kind of a whodunit Which is
2: called White Lotus But exactly. Yeah, Yes, uh, just can I just say I uh, films that I liked very much that didn't come out this year. Tetsu, oh yeah. Tetsuo the Iron Man. It's a film about a like a man who's kind of turning into iron. Um, <laughs> what film? What country is it from? Japan. Yeah, uh, it's about a a a a. a, a It's about a a kind of a businessman who runs over someone in his car and then the guy he runs over turns out he's like a metal fetishist and he has like a fetish for like slicing his body open and sticking bits of metal into himself. Mm -hmm. And then he runs him over and kills him. But then when he kills him, the the metal fetishist gets like kind of transported into this realm of metal where he can manipulate the real world from the metal realm. And then from the metal realm starts like haunting the guy who ran him over and kind of slowly transforms him into
0: a metal man that's good that yeah. sounds like a good film that was that probably one of really the highlights like. of the year i won't talk about it anymore i just kind of <laughs> wanted to talk about that one is that the only one that you, any other films that you saw this year that you hadn't seen any classics that we might you know i think i watched uh
2: what's that film called that i spoke about a lot seven samurai that's very good seven samurai is brilliant high, yeah. and, low. high um, and low really good um i watched stalker which a lot of people like that russian
0: film oh i don't know that one.
2: Oh, you would well, who's that russian guy makes films Tarkovsky yeah okay. it's a film by him okay. not a lot happens um, Throne of Blood which okay. is another Kurosawa film really good uh, you watched a lot
0: of Ozu this year as well no?
2: I watched one Ozu film they're kind of boring to be honest yeah. but they're also kind of nice okay oh I'm looking at 2021 now anyway what
0: well, about you? so 2022 uh, in review I think really good I had
2: a good time I got a Criterion subscription which really opened my eyes to a whole new world of film um, and I'll be renewing my subscription
0: whenever it runs out. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but I think maybe going 2023, going forward, maybe more cinema for mm. you. Maybe more contemporary films.
2: Yeah, maybe I'll try and actually go to the cinema this yeah, year. Yeah, um, and Especially I'll try with to do the kind re-watches. of Scorsese thing
0: that we have coming up. Yeah, I think it would which be again, we can't talk about. But Martin Scorsese, obviously fan, fan and friend of the pod. Mm. Uh, we can't say, we can't speak on it, but... Mm. It's big and it's happening And that's I think as much as we've got to say But basically uh, The big film that came out this month uh, That we really want to review Will we get on, will we get on with the show? Or is are we going to do
2: Avatar now or are we going to do it?
0: Let's do Avatar right fucking now Okay Yeah? Yes okay. <laughs> the, uh, You look confused maybe we don't talk about Avatar is Avatar, it- Avatar
2: uh, Way of Water Avatar The Land of Fire and Ice
0: well, this, so, so we have, um, for this, we got my very good friend, uh, Tony Cantwell, who is a known avatar, uh, aficionado, aficionado. He absolutely loves avatar. He, he said, this film is going to be amazing. And I said, why? And he said, because James Cameron said so, um, Damn. and he sent us a voice review. Uh, me and Mark both went to see this as well, but this is what our friend, Tony Cantwell, friend of the pod uh, who has his own podcast called the Tony Cantwell Podcast, which you probably know of? Uh, this is what he thought of Avatar: The Way of Water. All right,
1: lads, what's the crack? How you doing, movie boys? It's uh, it's me, your resident Navi expert here, Tony Cantwell, your Avatar guide through the world of Pandora. Look, you guys know I'm a massive Avatar fan, right? I'm in love with you, right? I'm in love with Neytiri. I've said this before that if Neytiri showed up on one of her flying banshees and she was like, "Get on, get on." And I'm like no, my my wife and kids are here. They'd be like, go either come now or never come. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Terry, I have to go. You know, um, so that, that I would want to go there. I want to go. And when I when I tell people that I'm going to go see Avatar 2, I say, guys, um, I'm just popping out for three and a half hours, um, because I'm going home. Right, I'm going home. Okay, that's what I say. And I, as you know, Kill, you got fairly wound up. With me when I said that Avatar was going to be a bigger franchise and more, this is more impactful to the culture than the Lord of the Rings when I said that, right? And you were, you know, probably the first argument we've ever had um, was about that. So this had some big shoes to fill, some big Navi size 24 shoes, probably bigger than that actually, to fill. And I'd say it was at the second half an hour swimming with extended swimming with whales scene in avatar 2 the way award i turned to my wife and i said james cameron has to be stopped <laughs> he has to be stopped he can't do this he shouldn't be doing this <laughs> this should be better i was kept saying and i kept laughing at what i was seeing partly in, like in the same way that i kind of laugh when i see susan boyle singing. i you know i dreamed a dream on. um Britain's Got Talent, you know, I'm laughing, but I'm also kind of like moved, like, but I'm also laughing at just the absurdity that something like this could be stirring the emotions in me that it is, but it was, but it also wasn't very, very good, you know, it was just like, oh, I can't believe what I'm seeing, you know, so it's very twee, it's very serious, you know, it's very obvious, Um, not much nuance to it, but when Avatar 3 comes out, I'll be going home. I'll be going home again. I mean, it was probably a three and a half to four star film. And I think it'll be better when the other sequels come out. If I can get serious with it, I think it'll be better when the other sequels come out. I think this is kind of... There's some characters don't get a lot of screen time. My favourite characters don't get enough screen time. You're brought into these new characters I don't know yet. And I don't like them because I don't like change. But... Look, every time we've doubted James Cameron, he's proved us wrong. But has he gone a little too far here? And I have all this pent-up Navi energy that has not fully been fulfilled by the sequel. That I had to go out and spend 70 quid on Avatar Lego just to feel something again. So that's... It's kind of like... Avatar 2 Way of Water is kind of like watching it. Like, I want to watch it again. But it's kind of like waking and baking. You know, when you're in college or you're on the dole. And you're like... As soon as you're high, you're like, why did I do this? Why am I doing... What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I should be, you know, I shouldn't have done this. But I have to go back there. So, f- five stars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Five stars for Tony stars. Uh That was very nice. Thank you so much, Tony, Thanks, for that. Tony. Uh, very I, enjoyable. I'm he- relieved. I mean... I've never spoken
2: to Tony about Avatar One. It sounds like he's a big, a big fan mm-hmm. of it. Um and it's nice You know just to get straight to the point, I did not think this film was good. Mm-hmm. And neither did you. No. Um and I, I kind of thought it'd be it'd be it's nice to hear that even the super fans didn't even think well, it was. Well, I mean
0: good. I, it's nice to hear, but it's also I am feeling very Tony, the way Tony is right now is the same way that I felt after the first Hobbit, which I also went to see in IMAX 3D with mm. 48 frames per second. And I came out of it and like uh, my my family were kind of like, Are you OK, Killian? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. They're like, wasn't that good, was it? And I was like, no, yeah, what? No, it was OK. It was kind of. And I was like, emotionally, I was like, fuck. Yeah, this is, you don't want. This is fucked with me so much because yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was looking forward to this for like 10 years yeah, 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 and then it comes out and it's like oh this isn't who yeah. are these people this isn't why are they doing that all these decisions and um and it can kind of shatter your earth so i can Tony it, seems very confused right now it was uh, it, but um <laughs> the so thing is though like
2: him. i feel like with the hobbit and stuff and like jurassic world obviously a big one for me but like jurassic world totally fucked with the core you know, the Raptors became good guys, the T-Rex kind of became a good guy. Mm. You can't turn like the core mm. menace into a good guy and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, But uh, at least with Avatar 2, it was essentially the
0: exact same as the first <laughs> Do film. Do you think it was the same? I think, I think, uh well, first of all, like, I guess most people maybe have gone to see Avatar because that's the impressive thing about James Cameron. I mm. wouldn't describe either of us as big Avatar heads, but we all went to see it. We all mm, went to mm. see this film. It is pulling in an, an awful lot of money. Mm. And um, and he is able to sell a picture. He's the best at it in the world. Yeah. You know, two of the, you know, Titanic and The Last Avatar were two of the highest grossing films of all time. This one probably will be also up there. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, we all went to see it. But, like, that, I felt like this one... The first one was definitely a lot better in terms of the newness of this world. The Pandora, yeah. like the technical achievement of it was so impressive and all that kind of stuff. But like the story aspects of this were very ploddy. It, he had really like leaned heavily into archetypes and narratives, little narrative side stories that we've just seen a million and one times. so before. shit. Um, yeah. You know, you have like, you have the kind of Mowgli boy, the boy who's grown up, uh, the, 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 a feral the feral child spider uh, the spider is the feral child who's in this kind of thing that he's not uh you know he's in, Who he's a- spider looks like some sick
2: fucker you'd meet outside a toilet body and soul or something <laughs> he's some he's a, a rotten little dreadlocked Freak.
0: I hate that kid.
2: You know, I've met guys like that in yeah. the Twisted Pepper and stuff, mm. and you're like, ugh, go yeah. away.
0: And then they have a new they just have a new unobtainium. A new they just decide, oh, we get a new sort of version of this in. But the main the main issue that I had with it, the the whole film, was basically this is so clearly a three-parter, or I don't know how many more films there are gonna be, but this is so clearly gonna be a series of films. And what they used Avatar, the Way of Water, to do was they spent The first, you know, hour and a half to two hours of a three hour, 15 minute film Mm -hmm. setting up the next three films or the next two films, which I think is just, it's kind of filmmaking with the idea of it being binged at at some point in the future. Mm -hmm. Like they are not thinking about this as one cohesive film because I knew as he was spinning his web of all these different stories Mm -hmm. I knew by the first hour I was like none of this is going to be concluded none of this is going to reach a sort of end point we're not going to get to the end of it and so the whole film I was sitting there and I was like there's another I I looked at my watch so many times I was like there's another like two hours of this mm-hmm. and I know so little of it is going to be concluded. It was so frustrating. That being said I, I did like the last hour of uh, stuff. It's funny like I, you know the way you're talking about the setup and not being
2: concluded I kind of had the opposite impression whereby I was like this seems like an infinitely repeatable formula like the Navi him and his little Navi family m- go to different parts of the island the bad guys come mm. and attack them. They get in a big fight um, and you can just kind of keep doing that forever. <laughs> the bad guys come, then they go away and then they come back and then they go away and then they come back. Cause like what mm. else can happen in the film? Mm. Bad guys come and go away. Bad guys come and go away. Mm. Otherwise, like what, what else could possibly happen yeah. unless they leave the planet? Yeah. Like that's it. Like the, 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 the army come also, maybe we're going to do a spoiler special. It's actually quite hard to talk about this film without talking about spoilers. It is just quite so hard because it's stup- so, so much
0: happens and it's so long and you don't want to ruin the experience of watching the film for anyone. But it is very hard to discuss the film. I mean, you can kind of talk about the way they do things. Mm. Like, like, it is so... You know, this old uh, screenwriting... Uh, idea of show don't tell show don't tell oh this is this tell. Film is like tell 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 and tell. it's it's to the point where it's extremely comical you have the narration of jake sully and he's like we you know it, he's basically explaining like the years that you've been away he just explains every bit of it in very a very narrative way very hammy and then like the a character will literally just say an entire kind of plop narrative so is that you the oh, idiot yeah. understand he's like this is the thing which is very valuable this is the reason we're all here i
2: thought yeah the bit was so like spider came in and he was like he he said uh oh I'm so out of breath and he was like yeah. you can breathe uh, my planet's air for up to 10 minutes but I can only breathe your planet's air for about 30 seconds Yeah, and I was like why would he say that they've known each other for yeah. like his entire life yeah. why
0: would he just say that now Yeah,
2: like they they literally are like
0: brother and sister <laughs> but that's the whole and th- that happens several times just so to kind much. of like draw this whole plot together Even, and you're like well that's going to come up later on or yeah. in the next film or whatever but yeah I Even don't know mean, in the I beginning mean, I guess, like, like mm-hmm.
2: when he's like he lives there he's one of the people and he's like taking the language took me uh, quite some time, but now when I hear it, it's just like when I hear English. And it's like, that's just what learning a language is. And like, you don't have to explain that you learn the language. It's obvious you're immersed. Like we Mm -hmm. know that. Also, I don't know why you bothered learning the language because no one speaks it apart from like the odd time.
0: They just kind of say like, okay, so I think you missed what happened there. He says it sounds just like English. And then they swapped over to English. Uh, In that moment so Stupid me Yeah so what you you miss there is He says now it sounds just like English And then they swapped over English And didn't use the language anymore Because otherwise the whole film would have been in So we
2: became It's like like
0: Tony we were home then Yeah and then we came home
2: But then sometimes they say stuff in the language again They, They do sentences that are half
0: English half Navi so explain that. I don't know. I don't know, actually. That's that's, that's something to think. Sometimes, I think that's what happened. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then Spider
2: happened. was speaking. And then Spider at some points was making fun of the guys for how bad they were speaking the language. He was like, oh, you think you're speaking Navi? You sound like three-year-olds.
0: Yeah. I guess they didn't want to do the they just whole forgot film in Navi language. That. So
2: they had to do that um i find that like i find the fake language like especially when they're angry or like saying stuff really passionately in the fake language mm. i find it's i it just really makes me cringe so hard I'm like, yeah. oh, so uh, wh- uh, wh- what did you like about it i actually to be honest you know i thought i would hate it way more than i actually did mm. at the start the first 30 minutes i thought were some of the most cringeworthy stuff ever put to film i mm. thought it was just so bad um just the way they look and like showing all the like family stuff, and I was just like, "This sucks! I hate this!" Mm. And even the way the world looks just doesn't do it for me. And the way the blue people look is just like it'd be cool if they made them like a bit m- more not perfect, you know? When everything's all perfect, so I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Mm. Um, but I thought some of the action scenes were good. Yeah, I actually kind of liked. There's a lot of like whale stuff in it, mm. and uh, even though it's kind of pointless. Like, Mm. the whales do some cool stuff. And, uh, like, I thought, so, for example, like, I I don't like Marvel films. And Mm. I think a lot of the time at the end of those movies, the big action finale Mm. doesn't rise any emotion in me i'm just mm. like oh this is bad because it's
0: happening in three different locations and there's yeah, all these and different it's a mess. narratives whereas and the action has, scenes at the yeah. end of
2: this i was like this is actually pretty cool yeah. like I, I like this is i yeah. don't mind this you know i
0: i completely agree i thought the action scene at the end was good and i think it's because it was localized to one place yeah, and yeah it wasn't this this multiple kind of mess of different storylines and stuff which is what mm. we're used to mm. at the moment um and i i did actually i really liked it and i i I did like, you know, when they first go underwater and they're going, woo, and it's like they're going in like a water park or something like that. And it's kind of fun. I did like seeing that. And I think it was really cool. And, you know, uh, I didn't really like that. that like, much. I liked seeing it under under there. But again, I mean, you said that you fell asleep and you woke up and you were like, I haven't missed anything. Yeah. I mean, you could have. There was many points in this film where it was like, it doesn't matter if you miss an error of it because the character is just going to explain what happened and what that has to be done. Mm. Uh, the action scenes were great. I like how Navi fight. I like all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, But it was just missing uh, so much. Also, any of the, like, I felt like,
2: yeah, any of the, like, um, message behind the film or, like, the lessons to be learned from the film or whatever, mm. I felt like were just so heavy-handed and just really stupid and just, yeah. just shite. It was, like... I guess like environmentalism, but in mm. its most high level, just worst form ever. Yeah. Just like, hey, be kind to nature. Like, and that was basically about <laughs> as deep as it gets. Like, yeah.
0: Well, that's deep though, no? Be kind to nature. I, I think, do you know what I think about the plot and the film and all that kind of stuff and the dialogue? I feel like because this film is such a technical achievement, it's such a technical mm. Uh, you know technology is at the very heart of what's happening here uh i've watched how they made it. i've watched youtube clips of how they made it it's so impressive mm, they mm. they basically are inventing new technology as they make it everything that you see when you watch this film has never been done before it's like Steve never been dan seen before it's like steely dan re- recording album. an album Um, this is we're breaking new boundaries but in in that in doing that and it's such a massive thing you have so much going on mm. you kind of maybe have to rely on simple story narratives, simple story Mm. arcs, and to piece it all together, you know, they're basically filming this in like just like a a studio with nothing, Mm. a cement floor and a green background Mm. and people wearing like suits with, you know, like tassels on them for the dreadlocks. And it just looks like really like not a a cinematic environment. Like they, they, in order to create the thing, they just have to rely on old favorites in terms of the the archetypes and everything like that. And in doing that, like it really lacks a central kind of core uh, base, you know.
2: It's like they, they spend so much time working on the technological stuff and how it looks and they forget about like the kind of core like dialogue and story. Mm. Like they kind of do all the wishy-washy yeah. stuff, but at yeah. its heart... There's just not a lot there,
0: but I mean, I will say, and I think you probably won't, but I will say, I probably will go see Avatar three.
2: <laughs> I feel like
0: <laughs> if Avatar three
2: came out, yeah. And uh, while I, as as I said, I did, I didn't think this was that bad. I actually thought it was going to be way worse. Mm. Um, but if Avatar three came out, I don't think I could go see it.
0: I think I will. I think that's the the the, ma- the magic of Jane Cameron. He's like he he almost tricks us into. He's able to kind of a spin this kind of mystical oh there's something behind this door that you might want to see mm. and we are so like oh what is behind there especially with his hit rate like he's the man who came up with terminator and and like you know uh uh titanic and mm. you know avatar and all these like great great like things that are successful and brilliant and we're like well i kind of want to see what he does yeah so I, I will i will be seeing the next one
2: one thing i think about this like i was kind of like thinking oh that's so rubbish the dialogue is so rubbish and stuff. Um. But then, and like, it was so just relentlessly big set pieces and action or fucking all this shit. But uh, then I was kind of thinking about in the context of Alien 1 versus Alien 2, right? Um, And just James Cameron being like Mr. Hollywood. He's basically just Mr. Hollywood. Mm. And like, Alien 1, very slow-paced, atmospheric horror. Mm. And then Alien 2 is like fucking guns blasting, lots of cheesy lines, lots of like tough, Mm. tough guys. Mm. He likes fucking tough guys in movies and stuff. He does, yeah. And then I was like, actually, this film, you know, of course, it's just a big James Cameron. Like, he just loves Mm. tough guys and tough stuff. Actually, another thing, I thought the film was like, again, not not to talk about spoilers, but it was very like... um, Being macho and masculine is fucking great. And being soft. I
0: mean, yeah, maybe like, I I definitely don't go to this film for like my politics or anything like that. But I thought the whole like idea of, what fatherhood is and like yeah being a man i found really kind of like Bad. what? this is a little like problem like i mean obviously you know it's, but it was a bit like my i'm a military man this is my son you gotta be a big strong man and yeah you gotta and all this kind of stuff i just found i found a little bit like jesus really
2: That's so like so american like he the guy what's the what's the soldier called well i, I think that in itself is a spoiler I no, no, think- no, 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 no. Like the main character. Yeah, but I think that... Oh, sorry, Jake Sully. Jake Sully, right. Oh, sorry, no, I so thought you he, meant the Yeah, uh, I didn't even really think about this until one of my friends mentioned it, but like the fact that he's this American guy, he goes like in Avatar 1, goes into this tribe instantly, catches on with every part of their culture and kind of rises to be one of the highest ranking members of their tribe, like almost... Mm. almost into the space of a couple of weeks because mm. he's this American fucking soldier and then Avatar 2 they go and meet this new tribe and they like they're like whoa take it easy you don't want to ride that big fucking fish thing and mm. he's like oh, I got it I'm going to ride the fish thing mm. and he just does this new thing that he's never done before and is instantly fucking class at it yeah. and, like the, and then he all, all of a sudden becomes a very high ranking <laughs> member of their society and it's like American fucking soldiers can just go into any fucking tribe in the world <laughs> and just fucking master all their shit yeah also, actually,
0: just while I'm on the star process, a bit. But, of- we just kind of, I mean, just to counter that, I don't think. I mean, I think American soldiers don't come out of this film well. I don't think it presents them to be good, like good guys. Like the, I like think the, it does. It might have that storyline of like the one true American, like the 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 counter guy. But like generally, it's it's it, the the setting up of this film is like the the army military guys are destroying nature and they, they they will stop at no cost to like be horrible. And
2: Maybe. Yeah. But I think, I think there'd be a bit of cognitive dissonance there where you're like, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to join the army and be a real sully. I'm <laughs> no, be real real, I'll be a sully. But um, is there a bit of kind of weird racial... Fetishization, tribal fetishization times. Also, like,
0: I, yeah, I'd I, say that's
2: I, pretty valid. The the cult, I know they're blue, but like, it's primarily like I don't know if this is, a, but like, it's like black culture basically. They all have dreadlocks, and they all the drums are like tribal. I wouldn't drums. say black. I'd say like it's a, it's, it's an, like African it's culture. A, no, it's very an
0: indigenous, much. indigenous because I think it's probably also well. There's no. There's no. It's no not It's, it's seat, not. It's, it, I mean, it's like. Uh, indi- it's indi- broadly indigenous because, like, the whole water thing is definitely like Hawaiian Yeah, but not even water, like Pacific, even, even in uh, the Pacific Island kind of
2: soundtrack's All like tribal drumming and stuff. Mm. Indigenous to where? And like, indigenous people generally aren't white. Like, they, they, yeah, yeah. They don't but play. No, I
0: would say black. I'd say like you know indigenous to like Pacific Islands and like I'd say Hawaiians were watching that going like, excuse me, like really? Like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, okay,
2: okay. I'd say just like not white, and they have all these mm. white actors playing these kind of tribal indigenous people and i was kind of like what the fuck mm.
0: Can well, they do all, um what's her name isn't white um it's it's definitely like, like i J- think it, problematic james
2: cameron like be, i just felt like it was kind of like weird fetishization of indigenous p-
0: people it i definitely <laughs> think it's 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 uh it's problematic in that area and I don't, I, I don't, I've like read enough about it or whatever, but felt a little off to me. And I'm sure I, I, I have seen some articles of indigenous groups going like, like this like, is a little bit hammy. Like the
2: the people were like, the 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 sea people were like Maori, mm. like they were doing like the tongue thing, and they were basically doing the haka for parts of it. Yeah,
0: and I was like, what the fuck? Can mm. they just do this? Well, yeah, they kind of. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know if they can do. I don't know. That seems a little, but you know, it seems a bit off. And they you are know? kind of all the kind of tribal drumming and stuff. But they're the goodies. So it's kind of like yeah,
2: it's just weird that James Cameron is like yeah, let's make them all kind of like <laughs> tribe people. I don't know what <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I know what you mean. Um do you not like talking about this kind of stuff?
0: I think it's I, I don't know. I guess like it's it's I find it hard to talk about this kind of stuff um when I haven't like really thought about it. I find like it's it's a this kind of territory and we're really not talking about film anymore. But like this kind of territory, when we when we discuss this on the pod, Mm. I always find myself just like catching myself because I'm like, I haven't I haven't really thought about this. And I don't want to speak without having thought, because I think Mm. so many people enter these spaces of conversation and they say without thinking. And I don't want like I don't want to do that. (laughs) I mean, I think it's like. But
2: okay, so let's just say like, obviously, like doing doing blackface is a big sin right Mm -hmm. you can't do that but can you do a cgi character that's clearly based on an indigenous person but they're blue and that's actually totally fine um
0: i think that my my interpretation of like what's going on with this is maybe they have borrowed heavily from indigenous cultures to create this navi people Mm. um if they are doing that in an accurate way and have like brought those people on board and used them in and you've done it in the right way, which there is a right way to do it mm. and it's all, and it's like we have literally you know designed the costumes with uh, you know an indigenous designer or we have uh, liaised with one of them Mm. and if it's all done like that it's kind of fine it's actually maybe good it's maybe a good thing but when it's just like uh someone you know wikipediaing a hodgepodge of different indigenous cultures and mashing them together to create this alien like basically saying alien kind of culture Mm -hmm. but then also kind of turning them into these um you know i use the word goodies a lot but these this sort of like uh perfect people who, who are living this perfect right. life that is also kind of just a little bit problematic as well mm. so I don't know I, mean, I don't know what it is I don't haven't researched it or whatever mm. but that's kind of how I, I see the whole thing yeah fair enough I, I could see a lot of people being uncomfortable with it I
2: don't really yeah I don't I suppose I haven't really kind of yeah, whatever you know yeah. I, uh, I haven't I just it's not like I'm like oh they shouldn't have done this you know mm. this is really bad but I was also kind of like oh that's weird you know <laughs> yeah it is it is <laughs> I think it is um, like yeah. They 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 did that. But like what are they supposed to do? You know? Like, are they supposed <laughs> to only get indigenous actors to play the indigenous alien people?
0: Mm. Oh, it's just it's 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 a it's a messy, area. It's I a wa- messy I, area. I would personally like to get out of it right now and not talk about it anymore. <laughs> um uh, but I, okay, uh, let's get <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next film because I think we've definitely uh, talked about that one enough. Uh the next film we're gonna talk about is a film by one of my favorite film directors who I uh, I haven't seen this film yet um triangle of sadness i did do a voice review for this if you'd like to play it yeah i'd like to play it uh, do you know what the triangle of sadness is it in in general yeah is is it a thing yeah no they mention it in in the first five minutes oh yeah minutes it's like a film. little thing in his forehead the triangle of sadness is the area between your two eyebrows and it's just the the, the where when you wrinkle your brow, Mm, it makes wrinkles. Yeah, Yeah, that's your triangle of sadness. Uh, I'm looking at yours now and it's, oh, it's very angry. Mm. So uh, this is what Mark thought of Triangle de de Tristesse. So
2: I just watched uh, the Triangle of Sadness by something Ausland, um, I think. He made a film called The Square, and he made a film called Force Majeure. Um, I recently watched The Square; very good. Force Majeure, I don't know. They're kind of like, I guess, a little bit kind of artsy European films that I guess like hipsters like and people think are funny. Um, this film came out; it was in the cinema. It was, uh, it's really good. It's about like, oh, well, I've only seen The Square, but that's kind of, I guess, a satire about the art world and the art scene and how kind of silly it is. And this one was kind of just like a critique on rich people in general um, and how, and I guess class divides and stuff. And it all takes place in the context of a luxury cruise ship. And basically, all these rich people on the cruise ship, there's obviously the dynamic between the rich people and the crew. Um, and... The, and then even within the crew there's different hierarchies within the crew and then the the uh basically they get caught in quite a bad storm and everyone starts getting sick um a lot a lot of vomit in the film and a lot of diarrhea um all the rich people start getting sick and then it's kind of like oh their money can't save them from the old sea sickness and then there's just a total kind of the the ship is just completely kind of wrecked and it gets caught in a big storm and then there's the whole like you know the social hierarchies don't make sense anymore because s- societal structure is gone because we're in a ship and it's fucking wrecked so the staff are like whatever i don't have to obey you anymore because we're in this fucking dire situation blah, blah blah all that shit goes on but it actually gets way 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 crazier than that it's like two and a half hours but it's a real journey beyond to the ship and beyond very funny sorry my dad's ringing the doorbell yes so i'm gonna wrap this up but you know i liked it a lot
0: <laughs> oh i thought that doorbell was actually in here no, I like that you you did a really good uh is it succinct? Succinct 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 uh analysis of the plot of the film. Very good. Thanks. And then uh and then the doorbell rang, your dad was there and you went, I liked it.
2: <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the point of the review to just summarize. Mm. Um so this film was good. It was very good. Mm. Um I did watch it again, yeah, two days later. Mm -hmm. Um, with my parents and the the second time I was like ah, maybe it's not as good as I thought first time but it's it's funny, it's good acting, you -hmm. know, it's nice to see a film that's like good, interesting plot Mm -hmm. self-contained plot. One thing I would say though is like, excuse me please Um, making like I felt like some, it's kind of anti rich people and some of like some of the Satire stuff is a bit obvious. Mm-hmm. Like people literally saying, "Like I'm so rich, I'm so so rich. Money doesn't matter to me." <laughs> you don't and know stuff. people who do that. No, and like <laughs> there's like literally people saying stuff like that, like mm. a lot. And then like a part of it is the captain of the ship is a Marxist, and there's a bit where he like by Woody Harrel, played by Woody. Yeah, Nelson. he starts like reading Marxist Marx quotes mm. from a book, which is a bit like, mm. okay, you know, we, the, yeah, and yeah. then like it starts. Is it, like, it funny? Yes, it is funny. Yeah. It is funny, um, and then it is funny, and it's good. Like it, it goes very far. The acting is all good. Um, it's three hours, but like it's kind of done in different acts, and it even mm-hmm. says like Act One, yeah. The 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 couple Act he Two, does the he does
0: that. He does that. He did that in, in uh, Force Majeure. Mm. I think he does it in tr- the Square as well.
2: Um, yeah, it, it was really good. But then it also calls to mind, like sometimes, like like he's a he's a film director and make mm. producer. I presume he's probably pretty wealthy. Um, yeah. And he's also, I guess, an artist. Mm. So making satire about wealthy people and artists, I'm kinda like it's a bit high horsey, isn't it? You know? Yeah. I
0: mean I guess the the he always picks um he always picks a group. Force majeure is about sort of the family model and then masculinity. Yeah. And then uh, the square is obviously about the art world. And triangle of sadness is about rich people. Uh, I would say out of those three targets like you know if you go after like family like that's something that you know that there's a there's debate there yeah yeah Uh, like you know masculinity there's there's maybe Mm. less so but still like some people are you know but and then the art world as well there's kind of debate like uh, rich people is is it a soft target Mm,
2: yeah and then there's like a good bit about like i guess the fashion industry and it kind of makes it out that mm. that it's a bit vacuous and
0: okay and yeah. silly and yeah but and, who also doesn't think that you know it's yeah
2: kind of- <laughs> and yeah and also like it's like looking down on their consumers and all this kind of stuff mm. but it's kind of like yeah like you're like a rich filmmaker not that like who else is going to make these kind of satires yeah
0: you yeah i, mean? I like, mean no yeah there's like an element of like let he without saying cast the first stone like Mm. are you where from what position are you making this critique yeah yeah. of of wealthy people like where, Uh,
2: where do you stand in all this you know yeah
0: yeah yeah that is that's i mean that is fair enough like uh, whether, but if it, if the film, is the film good? Like if the, yeah, film's, the film's really is good. good. Yeah. This film's
2: good. I guess this is just stuff that I more was mulling over on the second watch because I had just watched it two yeah. days previous.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely think you've touched on something that I have heard about this one. Again, I haven't watched it, but I'm kind of like, I've I've looked at a lot of interviews and stuff like that because mm. I, I really like Ruben Aslan. He's maybe one of my favorite film directors and mm. that's something they people seem to be saying is his satire in the first two so so on point stuff mm, that maybe, mm. maybe people hadn't thought about before or seen in film before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i certainly hadn't seen a film about masculinity in that way this film is actually like seems people seem to be enjoying the humor of it the satire the plot yeah, yeah. and all that stuff but the satire that the the, the the actual thing that he's hitting isn't very uh, It's not very poignant.
2: Like poignant. it's it's just like yeah. it's or it's just like it's just kind of like generic kind of mm. rich people are kind of silly and they're kind of pigs and blah yeah. blah blah. There isn't <laughs> kind of some interesting stuff, I guess, where when the class divide happens and then the 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 the, the non-rich people get some power, then mm. they start behaving the same way. So I yeah. guess you could say it's maybe not necessarily like rich people are pigs, but like anyone in a higher position yeah. automatically becomes a pig.
0: The, the the actress in it, what's her name? Char, the one she, B. Dean Creek. She yeah. died. Yeah, I wasn't tragically. gonna mention
2: that because I thought it was a bit sad.
0: It's so sad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but uh, that, yeah, that's yeah. awful. Well, apparently, let's, let's he was just, amazing in it.
2: Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. she is good. All the all and the, the young guy. I saw
0: the first ten minutes of it. The the, the other young actor, I really liked him. In mm. it. Um, I I forgot his name, but he was good. But God, like that's very sad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you
2: know, we we're got, we're getting long long into the thing and We are, yeah. <sighs> so uh, We'll just we say. Well, we
1: we'll,
0: no, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll do I'll do uh Glass Glass Onion. Knives. Yeah, yeah, Knives Knives. Knives Out Glass Onion which I watched on Christmas Day. Um I watched this with uh my brother and my sister. Which brother? Finn, the my one, my one who lives in Australia. Sydney. Yeah uh, so <laughs> uh well, you can do watch alongs with yeah. Netflix nowadays. Uh this is a sequel to Knives Out. Um As long-term listeners might know, I'm a big fan of Whodunits. Mm. And I tend to watch them as much as possible. I'm really enjoying this new era where they have come back into the play and uh, lots of them are being made. And as you heard earlier, my top ten included two of them Mm. uh, in Films of the Year. And this is equal to Knives Out, which everyone, I think, thought was a real surprise, fun film. Mm -hmm. You have uh, Benoit Blanc, um, played by Daniel Craig, Mm. and he is very sad in this film because at the start of this film, because he doesn't have a case. And when he doesn't have a case, he gets depressed. He sits in the bath. His boyfriend, husband, Hugh Grant is, uh, you know, kind of uh, worried about him. And then there's this tech billionaire styled on uh, Elon Musk, potentially, or uh, Mark Zuckerberg played by Edward Norton, who invites all of his friends, his close friends to his glass onion which is in i don't know like the Bahamas somewhere or something like that and it's this weird uh, oasis uh where they uh, um where they have like lots of like glass buildings and beautiful hotels something like a luxury hotel mixed with a sort of eco farm kind of thing going on Mm. and there's no one on it he invites them all there to do a murder mystery benoit blanc comes but he is actually not invited something weird is going on and then you know, the lights go off and something happens. Uh, Um, So it's just, I mean, it's a film that made its money on you know, playing up the tropes and making fun mm, of the tropes. Mm. This film, again, is also full of tropes. Uh, it's got an ensemble cast with loads of people. It's got like Kate Hudson. It's got Batista. It's got Janelle Monáe in it. Who's it's Batista? Got, uh, the, uh, he's a, he's a, the wrestler. I don't know his actual name, but he was the oh. wrestler. I think Batista, Batista, Batista? I don't know. Big gu- tattooed guy uh, who's actually, I thought, was quite a good actor. Edward Norton's in the central role as the kind of asshole uh, uh, billionaire, benoit blanc is there and um there's a lot of twists in this film they're twisting and turning all that the whole kind of time uh what did i think of it i thought it was really good i absolutely loved it Mm. i am a sucker for these kind of films i'm a sucker for knives out i really really enjoyed it but I, i thought this honed in on elements of the first one that you know maybe people liked, maybe people didn't like but maybe the more polarizing elements of the first film um in terms of just quite how hammy and cartoony it was, it actually just honed in on those and and basically made the whole film about that the you know crazy characters and stuff like that. It was wow. entirely based on was it so too much or was and it? stuff. No, I liked it. I thought it was great. I thought Benoit Blanc is more so you know and this one he's like very camp and and very gay. Even though I don't think that's something you would have picked up on the first one, he's like very clearly sort of in this role and uh, and then he has the 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 relationship with well actually i'm not going to say that because i don't want to spoil the plot Mm. um (laughs) but i thought it was really really good the only thing that i think was less not as good as the first time i was out was the ensemble cast isn't as strong i Mm. thought that the 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 cast in the first one was better they were more interesting uh rory my roommate said they were more fleshed out i think that's true there were some characters in this that you don't really get to know and are kind of flat and aren't really just not that interesting. Uh, Kate Hudson's playing a, you know, former Playboy model or like model, mm. you know, who was really hot. And now she's a little bit past it. And now there's this younger model who's in, who's in there and she's jealous of her. And it's like, mm. this. we've seen this so many times and stuff. And I don't think she actually sits in that role that well. Um Anyway, it's just like kind of some of those characters weren't so good, but I loved it. I really did. A bit of fun. A bit of fun. And uh, it's it's like a, a very good one for Christmas Day. I might. Yeah.
2: If I I liked the first Knives Out quite a bit. I don't know if I, maybe some listeners will remember that when I went to see it, I had a bit of a sore tummy. Oh, yeah. Um. So maybe this would be a good chance to, to see Knives Out-esque movie without a sore tub. Fingers yeah, that's crossed. a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Would you have, how's your tummy at the moment? Totally fine
0: totally fine but then this is a perfect might time stick it on
2: tonight to, for you
0: to go see it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, um at runtime Earth 45 <sighs> no i think it was a little long ah, i think this one ran a little long uh, uh batista it, i think i think you're not it doesn't drag at any points but i would say maybe glass onion and i'm talking slowly here because i'm googling Um, Glass Onion runtime two hours nineteen minutes, so it was a Uh, little long. Yeah, okay, little long. We'll give it a. What is interesting about this one? Sorry, just to say is it was released on Netflix around Christmas with the intent of being one of those Netflix uh, like Christmas Netflix films. Yeah, and that's something I think we're going to see a lot more of: films being released on streaming platforms at Christmas. But
2: they released it so late because I wanted to watch it. Twenty third,
0: yeah, that's
2: too late. Yeah. You've already decided what you're... Well, you haven't decided anything, but like release it on... I'd say release it on the 18th. But you know the way... Week before.
0: You know the way around Christmas, it's what's on on the TV. And like Mm. the the only time you actually look at the RT TV guide is the week of Christmas. And you're like, what's actually going to be on the telly? And like Mm. E.T. is on or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'll watch that. Now I think... In the future, we'll be having films coming out around the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. You see, and they're gonna be the ones we'll watch. Because, like, the way
2: the 23rd thirds like, around 18th is perfect because you're kind of feeling festive, yeah, right? Yeah. 23rd, you're probably gonna be getting pissed. 24th, pissed. Yeah. 25th, TV. you don't want the control of the film, I feel like, on the 25th. You want it decided for you because you're stuffed. Yeah, you can't press the button on the remote. And you want to, like, just turn it on and you don't want, and also, like, if you open up Netflix, then it opens up a discussion with the family and that's chaos. Mm. You want, RT has decided we are watching the Jungle Book remake with the giant (laughs) orangutan. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you want. Yeah. So, listen, Netflix, bring it back a little earlier and I think you'll have a bit more success.
0: well, I got to say on that, we're on that bombshell. We're mm. going to leave you and love you and wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will see you next year. Mm. Uh, we have had a, a wonderful time. And uh, a thank you. And you guys are, this is good. Thank you. God bless. And thank you so much. God bless. And little baby Jesus bless. because yeah. I don't think he gets enough recognition. People don't talk about Jesus enough. Yeah. And Joseph bless. Joseph bless. Mary bless obviously Um, Joseph that poor lad poor suffering long suffering Joseph he gets nothing he gets nothing
2: yeah Um, anyway 2023 the year of Joseph